The 2022 fantasy football season has finally arrived. And with that comes the long-awaited season two of Football on the Rocks. This year, we will bring you every week our borderline fringe starters, our busts of the week, and our DK or DraftKings stacks that we like to make sure your millionaire team is ready to go. Don't forget, we'll always talk about our bourbon or beer just to make sure you're enjoying a glass or two. Without further ado, here's your show, Football on the Rocks. Hello and welcome to Football on the Rocks. I am Joe Niehoff. I am joined today by Bobby and Tom or Tommy Niehoff or otherwise known as Gampa Barug. <laughs> Dad has joined us with his presence tonight, uh, the day before Thanksgiving, so we have lots to talk about, a couple of different things for us. But first, we're going to let Mr. The Real Mr. Niehoff tell us what's in his glass tonight. Well, thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, they, they, they told me there'd be other drinks here. Is uh, just just this bourbon. Now, we're on a whiskey right now called Heaven's Gate. Is that it? Heaven's Gate. Something about heaven. I'm, I'm on my way there. So it's I thought it doors. heaven's door. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm I'm trying to get there as fast as possible. So a couple more of these, and I should be down right inside that gate or door. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's son number two. How are you doing, Hapa son? Uh, off to a flying stuff. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Bob. That's as good. Flying angels. Get it? I got it. Oh, okay. I see. That's very good. Heaven's Work door. on words. Why are I talking like Chinese? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think he's maybe had a... a... <laughs> now, Dad is mixing his... Uh, he's... Lightly. A very light mix. He he takes basically a a small glass of the one we had tonight was a lemon lime seltzer, and and puts about I don't know a splash or two like of that thing in there. Like the tease heaven's yeah, he he likes to tease heaven's door as he says. Anyway, you put a splash of uh, the that kind of water in there instead of a splash of regular water. And he fills uh, about a 12-ounce glass. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Nice. <laughs> so he's doing, he's doing very well. Doing it proper. Enjoying it. Bob, what do you got in your glass? Um, so I saw the liquor store, grabbed a brand new uh, beer. I haven't had it before. Uh, it's from 56 Brewing down in Minneapolis. If you're in the uh, northern Minneapolis area, it's over there. This one is their Hop Boom Double Dry Hopped Hazy IPA. Um, they throw in some really, it's a very interesting beer because it's a it's not like fruity, um, like a, a lot of the hazy IPAs that I usually drink have a strong like pineapple, orange, or some kind of fruit flavor there. This one actually has some piney elements to it. Um, 
which makes it really, uh, really different. Um, most of that is going to come from the Solero Hopsteiner uh, hops. There, there's Eldorado and Sultana in there as well. Um, gives it a nice pine flavor, which really works well. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised with, with what comes out from this. Um, really drinkable at 62 IBUs. That's the international bitterness units. Uh, for those of you that don't know the beer vernacular acronyms and such. Yeah, um, I would be one that doesn't know that. So that, that basically means like, is that high? I guess is a question I would ask. Is that no, high for a... High is in the like 80s, 90s, 100s and above. Okay. Um, okay. But it, it, it basically talks about how bitter the beer is, how like if you got like something in the low, like teens, 20s, 30s, that's your really sessionable crushable beers that just go down super easy um and and really just are very smooth that way this one has a little bit of that pine note in there which gives it a slight bitter taste um but then it does have a nice smooth finish okay Uh, so i i very much like this one i grabbed a four pack of it um and really impressed because i haven't had 56 for a while so um liking what i'm having here tonight what what do you have joe <laughs> dad's over here we got some stories to tell i'll tell you what uh tonight i actually went a little different um i'm going with sweeten's cove have you heard of it bobby i don't know sweeten's cove no this is uh Roddick and peyton manning's bourbon did you say erotic Roddick and erotic Okay. Or D-D-I-K. Yeah. See, the, the first thing that you said sounded like you were talking about the 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 drink being erotic. And no. Yeah, with Peyton Manning. Yeah, that'd confused. be really interesting. Although Peyton very Manning confused. is now now had I've I've done two different things now that have involved Peyton Manning tonight. One of them being the bourbon that I'm drinking. The other one, uh, we turned on the Santa Clauses disney thing that they have on right now it's like a tv show okay and it's actually funny your boys would love it uh and in one of them peyton manning is interviewing to be the next santa claus and it's actually quite funny <laughs> that's amazing this will be definitely like, during this holiday best is like let me see your best ho 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 and he's like all right i got this ready ho 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 homaha homaha <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, you see that I audible there? And Santa's like, yeah, I don't think that's going to work out very well. Yeah, that's not what we're looking for in the next Santa Claus. Uh, well, there's, there's a couple good little Brady comments in there, too. It's a pretty pretty good little show. We liked it. The kids liked it. Um, but uh, nice. anyway, so anyway, so going back to this bourbon, uh, the bourbon is actually really good. Um, I've been wanting to try it, but for the longest time, they only had their kind of limited releases which is like a 200 300 bottle and i'll typically grab and talk about the 200 300 bottle on this show because i know most of the guys that listen to us aren't about to go out and buy a 200 300 bottle okay so they have come let's out be, with let's be here your wife would probably kill you if you did that on a regular well, she, if i did that on a regular basis she, she'd look at me and say you better write this off on taxes <laughs> um but we need, we would need to make money doing this, and you know this is just for fun. Uh, anyway, so 
uh, I went and uh, we were getting some bourbons for the uh, the Turkey Cup, which was a huge success. Won a bottle of wine uh, at the event. It was really uh, a ton of fun. Although I'll have to, uh, I had too much fun. Let's put it that way. So I have to <laughs> tone it back on myself uh, the next couple of years. I was going to say it's a, it's that's the golf tournament pre Thanksgiving that you host. Yes, every yes. year. Um, yeah, as the host, you maybe don't want to be three sheets into the wind. Yeah, yeah. By the lesson golf. learned. Lesson learned. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so uh, so going back into this bourbon, I mean, look at full circle. Let's get into this thing. Uh, I it, it's probably one of my favorite branded bourbons, and the reason I say that is because you go online and try to like check out some details on this, and the front page, if you go to the Sweetens Cove website, is a picture of the bottle, and it just says across the page, "Did we just become best friends?" <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing so, i mean i think they got they got a good thing going on here but this is their 50 dollar bottle um they they went out to make one that was affordable but still had some good flavor um the one thing i noticed on this is it says it's it's finished with toasted sugar maple wood and i'll tell you you can you can kind of taste that toastedness um so that's just a, a piece to kind of you know mention and i tell people all the time when i drink bourbons i'm not sitting here telling you oh i can you know, really taste the maple in this thing you know that's not typically what i talk about but with this particular drink i can taste a little bit of that kind of you know that that woody burnt almost toasted kind of flavor so they actually you know stays true to what it says on the bottle um, but a very good drink finishes well everything you could want for it um and as as the huge rocks with a splash of water for me and i love it Nice. I'll drink to that now. Yep. Cheers. Clink. <laughs> Dead air. De- <laughs> All right. So let's talk fantasy football. We got we got a, a leader of the pack in the room. Tom, the dad. The buzzards. The turkey buzzards. What an appropriate time to have him on here. The turkey buzzards, who uh, of course have Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill on his team, because that's how it has to be. He did lose last week, but made made a great effort. Um, anything you want to say relating fantasy football, Dad? I thought there was going to be more alcohol served here tonight, Joe. <laughs> and uh, see, <laughs> we're, we're already on the rails. Uh, All right. Let's talk a little bit fans football, Bob. I had a trade that I did tonight. Um, I wanted to get your opinion because before you get to that, I actually wanted to talk about a trade that happened in one of my leagues um, that I'm in. It was maybe one of the worst trades I've seen, but I don't know that like it doesn't rise to level like collusion stuff. Okay. But someone in one of my leagues, 12-team P- full PPR, um, traded Najee Harris straight up for A.J. Brown. Like, got Who in the fleeced, world could got have completely done that? Fleeced. Like, why would you give up one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football for a at best middling running back. 
Well, let's that, let's take a I look mean, at the take a look at the team and tell me why you think good. Take a look at the team and tell me tell me why you think he would have done that. I don't. I just it makes no sense why you would get rid of like if I'm trading AJ Brown away, I'm getting a top five running back, not someone in the top twenty five of running backs. Okay, well, that that's you, the that's the thing that at, I look at. Now now look at the team that trade made that trade and tell me why that person would have done it. It's in a league that, that you're in. Would it, you tell me what what that person might have had in mind? I have no idea what they were thinking of of trading a top like I said, a top five, top seven wide receiver for, for a running back. That's barely in the top 20. Okay. Like, well, there's I so many, my point person. is my, my point is that the person who traded AJ Brown away could have got a way better running back for what they were, what, what they returned. Um, and, and they got absolutely fleeced. And I think they're, they're an idiot. Um, oh, wait, that was you. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. So let's talk about why I made this trade. All right. So this is really important. This team that I have, first of all, I had Dalvin Cook at running back, Jarek McKinnon, and Rashad White. Okay. My wide mm-hmm. receivers. Now you can start you have, five you wide have a, receivers. Yeah. Yep, Here are my allowed. six. Before the start, trade, you, here are yep. my six wide receivers. A.J. Brown, Cooper, Godwin, Debo Samuel, DeAndre Hopkins, Jamar Chase, and I have OD, ODB coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so you're okay. stacked position. So I had wide receivers to give away. I had one startable, two startable running back. Arguably your best wide receiver for a bad running back on a bad team. He is not my best wide receiver. He is. So he's one of your best. Definitely. Yeah. He's Um, one of the best when I have six of the top 10 on my team. No, you don't. Debo Samuel is wide receiver. 21. (laughs) Uh, Chris Godwin's wide receiver 39. Cooper, wide receiver 10. You got one in the top 10. Okay, Bobby. Hopkins, 37. Chase, 15. You have one wide receiver in the top 10. Odell Beckham's not even on the team. You have one wide receiver in the top 10 because you gave away your other better one. Bobby. It's just such a bad Every player you mentioned, Debo, Hopkins, Chase, Godwin, They've all got not fleeced. played. And Amari Cooper is the only one that's played a full season. Godwin was out fleeced. for three or four games. Sammy was out for a game. Hopkins was out for six weeks. It's a bad Chase trade, has been out for three. It's all I'm saying is, trade. listen, no, no, hold on. I agree the, that if you look at the, just the baseline of Brown for Najee Harris, a bad 100% agree with you that – Brown is a better fantasy player. 100% agree. Okay. But right. I can't start six bad wide trade. receivers. It was a bad trade. I can't. My, my, argument, my but, argument is that you could have got a much better running back in return. Okay. Look across. I've tried. I tried offering him for uh, 
Aaron Jones straight up. I tried offering him for Nick Chubb straight up. I tried offering him for a ton of people straight up. Tons of them. The only you, one you that accepted was this one. didn't even come to me. Because it's you. Dad laughed earlier Miles today when me and him were talking. Miles Sanders, Bobby, Seven I had Miles Sanders. Sanders. And Miles Sanders, in my opinion, is as bad fantasy-wise as Najee Harris is. Let's look at the tape. In this league... Najee Harris, running back 20. Yep. Okay. Miles Sanders, running back 19. Way better. Way better. <laughs> so they're the same. Light years ahead. Yeah. Anyway. Light years ahead. The reason why I like Najee is if <laughs> I make the playoffs, he's got Carolina, then Las Vegas, and the championship against Baltimore. So it's a right. decent You're four matchup. and seven. I'm, I need to make seven. a move, and I'm win. losing every week with my second running back being McKinnon. I, it's, right. I understand we are in agreement that if the circumstances were different for me and I was giving away my best wide receiver and had nobody else to replace him with, it's a bad trade. But the reality of it is that's not the case. Yeah, it's a it's a objectively just on paper, it's a terrible trade, and you got fleeced. And I well, feel really bad. the trade, so I wouldn't say I got fleeced when I'm the one that made the offer. You got yeah, you, yeah. I actually went into Dad the trade. Knows. You can ask you can ask Caleb. I texted Caleb and said, Caleb, I sent you a trade. Let me know when you accept. You are getting the better deal out of the end, but I need a running back. Literally, what I said. He sent me one back. He goes, I thought about it for a second and then hit accept. <laughs> yeah, because that's all it takes. If I get if I get that offer, he's so bad. Najee Harris is so bad. Joe, this is a trade in reverse. Caleb reverse Caleb to you. No, Bobby. Like, this, the the, again, the look, trades that I have done in the past where I have absolutely just owned the trade, like that is what just happened. No. Uh, my projected points went up by seven. Seven points in the week. You're not good at this. I'm just telling you that. And now I'm actually favored to win the game when I was favored to lose before the trade. I totally get what you're saying. Player for player, it doesn't work. But team for team, it does. It's a bad trade for you. I know. You didn't like it. Let's, yeah. Dad's ready to move on. He's like, oh, my God. I don't want to hear it anymore. He's smart. I was I was done after I made my statement of you were a bad bad trade. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about some guys that are making changes, coming in, playing, not playing. Do you think Jamar Chase is going to play this week? Uh, it's trending that way right now. All the reports out of Cincinnati are saying that he's coming up, going to be playing this week. Uh, so barring any kind of major setback or or some kind of major uh, change, and just kind of keep an eye on that. Um, I would be projecting that he's going to be playing this week. Yeah, and he's dealing with a hip. We have a, a guy that happens to know a lot about hip injuries. Dad, would you speak on this for a second? What's that? Jamar Chase's hip injury. How much do you think it's going to affect him? Uh, well, if his knee hold out, he should be just fine. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> to do with his hip. A hip, it, you know, hips are uh, 
important in dancing, of course, and uh, other other things. But uh, in a football player, I don't know. Hip, do they really use their hips? Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, wow. Why does he use what? hips? What? Is in the cocktails they're serving here at this place. Tell the waiter. I don't know, but there's not enough of it. Hey, waiter. <laughs> you know, is that your mother over there, Joe? Tell her to bring us. Ma. Yeah, come over here. Yeah, Gail Den. <laughs> yeah, no, I wish I could get her down here, but she doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> you know, what you just made me think of is Stefan Diggs on the on the uh, Family Feud. Do you know what happened in Stefan Diggs' of Family Feud? Bobby, you know what I'm talking about? I I don't know. Okay, I'm going to say it just because it's hilarious and it's football related. So in the Family Feud, they did like a professional football player team. They made a team. Yeah. Stefan Diggs was in it. If you ever watch the Family Feud at the end, if your team won or whatever, you go into like the showdown at the very end and one guy says something and then the next guy comes yeah. up and it's his turn. He says something, right? So it's one line phrases and you got to kind of throw out your whatever. What's the most popular answer on the yeah. board? What's then? the most popular yeah. answer, right? So the phrase is leave it, right? So the first guy goes, leave it alone. Totally makes sense. Stefan Dick comes up and, he, and, he, and it's his turn. And Harvey, the guy that runs it, is hilarious with it. But he goes, all right. Here's the phrase, leave it. And Stefan Diggs goes, in. (laughs) (laughs) And Harvey, he can't handle it. He just, he stops the show. It's all over. He's like, oh my God. He just said that. And the whole, his face, Stefan Diggs' face, like, I didn't know what else to say, guys. And you pan over to all the football guys and they're laughing their ass off. They're like, oh, they're going nuts. Uh, it was just mother march off the <laughs> his mom marches up there. Yeah, no, like who's the Campbell's soup mom or whatever? He's like, Come on, Stefan, you know, whatever. But yeah, so you just made me think of that when you said <laughs> you said that. So, all right, anyway, so hip not going to be a problem in football, according to dad. I don't even know who that guy is. Jamar Chase is the number one wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, Bengals, Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> he should be back. He does. Um, he does like the White House. Dealing with dealing with a, additional injuries and and really bizarre changes to uh, the the Denver Broncos backfield. Yeah. Um, how about suddenly? That? No more Melvin Gordon. <clears throat> yeah, they just up and released them, um, and so we're left with Latavius Murray as like the only guy. In that, but it's him and Marlon Mack. Everyone else is hurt or cut. Yeah, and it was funny. Um, you see uh, um, Melvin Gordon's Instagram page. <laughs> him and the Bronco. Him and the Bronco <laughs> leaving, escaping. being chased by police. And he's like, hey, well, I guess if we're going to do it, we'll just leave. Making it fun. <laughs> Not kind of thing. It was yeah, right. pretty funny. Right. Um, the, the, honestly, the more surprising thing um, is that he, he was cut, but nobody picked him up off waiver. Yeah, and I was so going to say, for me, and, and the reason why they said he was cut, had, oh, I saw something else that somebody said, I think we're in the same text group that said, like, oh, yeah, he's good enough to back up uh, Javante when he's healthy, but uh, he's not good enough when Javante's not healthy to be on the team. 
Uh, and the reason why is because right. of fumbles. <laughs> and then it said, um, what's the coach's name there? Uh, Hackett. And then, Hackett. It said, Nathaniel Hackett. it said Nathaniel Hackett. And then in parentheses, probably. <laughs> like quoted by him, probably <laughs> something he said. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, what I was thinking is, honestly, if I have room, um, you know, let's Melvin Gordon wouldn't be a bad stash. You know what I mean? Like he falls into the right plan. <laughs> he could be a good added value. And uh, I mean, he's still a young guy and he's right. got some legs under him. I can't see why it wouldn't be good. Just hang on to the damn football, yeah. right? Well, the, the other things that's surprising there, we have that cut, and then we also got Daryl Henderson getting cut from the Rams. Yeah, and speaking of the Rams, what's going on there? Everyone is dead. They all just died. Yeah. Remember last week when I said I don't, I don't know when I said if I can trade Cooper Cup, I'm trading him, and I don't think he's going to be playing the rest of the season. And you made a comment. Yeah, like, you're oh, right. Yeah, that's not you're right on there. Or whatever. Blah blah. I'm 100% well, right. It, he's done. You're 100% he right. touch the field. You're, yeah, he's done. If you, I mean, if there's still someone out there that thinks Cooper Cup will be back, good luck trying to get that value that you could have got last week. Um, yeah, he's he's more than likely done for the year. Um, and, 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 so and I said see, this before, and I'll say it again. If I have him in a keeper league, I'm trading him for value now. Yeah, the, the as end much is as I can get because if he does come back and let's say next year he's healthy, okay, he has a good solid healthy year, and like how many more does he have? He can't have that many more. I mean, right. look, at, got- look at Adam Thielen. We love Adam, right? But look at him. He started downgrading a little bit the last year. The, the year before last might have been his best ever, and he hit that peak, and now he's starting to go down. It's, there's nothing against the guy, but he just. You know, at that position, you lose a step and it's over. Right. He it's a high ankle sprain that he's coming back from. He'll be more than likely healthy starting next year, but he'll also be thirty. Guys, uh, we said the league, same about Michael Thomas, and look at him now. Right. In a keeper league, you should be able to flip him for you know something of of good value for some maybe younger players, because um, in that type of league, somebody. There, there's 11 other people. One other person will believe that he is, you know, going to come back as all caps Cooper Cup. Here's a question. Um, Here's a legit question. Trey, Traylon Burks just had a good game. Okay. If, oh, yeah, if you had Cooper it, Cup, it, hold on, hold yeah. on. Let me finish this. If you had Cooper Cup and the person that had Traylon Burks offered you Traylon Burks and say like a top five round draft pick, would you take it? Like a a top five like overall pick? No, no, like, you know, like top five. Make, let's call let's call it top two well, rounds. You don't know what they're gonna. What yeah. I was top, gonna say, so most, top twenty four pick if it's after a first. Heat. If it's a first, I'm for sure taking that cup for Burks and a first, a hundred percent. I'm probably doing it for a second as well. Um, I think that's closer to fair. Yeah, I do too. And I think it's my point I'm making with that is, you know, Burks comes back. He has a quarterback that actually throw the ball and he, he studs out. 
you know, and he's yeah. a young guy. We kind of said that he was going to be in the AJ Brown role. And what was AJ Brown in Tennessee? I don't know, right. top seven to ten wide receiver year over year. So, so yeah. Right. Uh oh, mom has arrived. How are the babies? Well, I got one now. Okay. Brittany's working on the other, and I hope the first one is still sleeping. Okay. Are they up in their cribs? Okay. Well, if they're not still sleeping, so, the show will be cut short. All of this to be said that there are, you know, coming into this week, potentially, depending on what your waivers look like, a couple workhorse running backs out there with, with Murray and Denver. There's really nobody else that's going to be touching the ball besides him. I mean, Marlon Max can get some work, but majority of it's going to go through Latavius. Second one, suddenly the, like, zombie Cam Akers is coming to life. Maybe. Yeah. Well, and, and then um, you got Kyron Williams as well as someone who maybe is going to emerge. But you do also have an unknown at quarterback. I was going to say, I don't know if I'm touching any Ram player at this point. I mean, it's just, it's tough. They're, they're going to go through the running backs. I could see kind of a little bit of a committee with, you know, Kyron and, and, and acres, they're going to find out who their guy is of the future this year. That's going to help. That's all they're really focused on is finishing the running back yeah. position. And hell, they might find out, you know what, these two work great as a tandem. You know, let's look at how they can, can be that moving forward. Um, but I think that's all that's going on with the Rams. I, I wouldn't touch most of the Rams players if you can help it. Um, I think everybody's right, exactly. really downgraded. So if you had Higby, I'm sorry, yes. downgrade. If you had a Rob and you thought, you know what, now that, uh, you know, things are working out the way they have, he's going to be the guy there. Like, downgrade him so I- anybody on those teams I- i'm just not touching right right I mean, now you you're have... making you're making a run and the moves you you're making have to be for a, like a potential right the potential to win like i said for me i made the, the i downgraded player for player but made the move to to make my overall team better in the hopes that I can get there. Now, if Najee Harris finishes a season like he did last week with two touchdowns, 90 yards on 20 catch or on 20 touches, I think he had 19 carries and like six receptions, then I made a freaking great trade. But the reality of it is I have no idea, but there's upside at least there for there's a potential there for me to at least have a better position filled, especially when my other running back would have been Jarek McKinnon. So you get the idea. I think that's the way you got to look at it. And, and a lot of those moves, you may not get that. Yeah. Um, so at running or at uh, quarterback, you have Bryce Perkins. Uh, he was a quarterback out of Virginia uh, from 2019. I'm sure your analysis was great right there, but we, uh, we, it was. We lost. It was. So you're at Bryce Perkins. Um, okay. So at quarterback now in, in, uh, LA for the LA Rams. You got Bryce Perkins, kind of an unknown in some ways. He he's uh, was quarterback at Virginia in 2019. Um, playing there, he had about five. His senior year, he had 500 passing attempts, just south of that. Got 22 touchdowns out of that, but no, he bad. also had over 220 rushing attempts, 11 touchdowns on the ground. So a little bit more um, of a versatile. Makes- 
type of quarterback, which is what the league right. is. Right. He's got that rushing element to him, makes him very different than uh, than what they have otherwise. And just be really interesting to see kind of what comes out of there and how that maybe affects uh, some different things. Um, you know, maybe, you know, if you have – like if you had like a second tight end that you had on your team because of a bye week or an injury or something – guys back now you can drop that and pick them up and see like if there's nobody else to throw on the end of your bench if you are someone who maybe needs a quarterback um stranger things have happened i mean look at what's look at what's going on in chicago with justin fields who is really the last guy that i want to talk about on my agenda at least tonight um sounds like he has like an ac joint ligament issue potentially what that all means exactly i don't know but here here you got basically a top 10 quarterback week in and week out since week six um and really almost a top five quarterback almost every single one of those weeks um incredible value suddenly coming from him but depending on what your team looks like you may be someone who has uh him and um (laughs) And a quarterback that's playing. I'm going to stop you for a second. Dad turned up the TV when they're doing one of those commercials on Saturday Night Live. And the commercial was clear gravy. (laughs) And he turns it up and he's like, looking at like, is this a real commercial? You know, he's had that many, that many cocktails tonight. I think he thought it was, it was, it was a great commercial for clear gravy. (laughs) It was just. It was so distracting that I I couldn't help it. I had to stop us for a second. Yeah. Potatoes, it's a whole new idea. <laughs> that might have been what it actually was <laughs> in the video. Whole new idea. But anyway, so yeah, I I think I agree, Bobby. You know, it's well, like be a dynamic well, like be that's different. Who you might be someone with fields. Uh, more looking at that. No, I you think it's someone more like PJ Fields. Let's be real. If he was the Justin Fields type, he would have taken over there at some point. No, no, no. I'm I'm having a completely different conversation. You you missed everything. I'm I've moved past the Rams. Okay. And I'm talking specifically just about Justin Fields. And a lot of people maybe have Fields, but um, that's what you're saying. And you, you need know, to I'm find somebody it, he may not play. Here's a guy. Right. Who who might that be? Because in some leagues, you may need to make that decision. Tomorrow. Well, you know, and who the other guy might be because is Sam Darnold. If, if you got, right, I, I mean, if, if it's me, Dak, I think I go. I think I go. Got, would you not agree that if Sam got Darnold Dak, would be the guy Cousins. you go with first over the guy who? in the Rams? Who? I would go with Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. No. Yeah. If if I'm if I'm having to make a decision on taking an unproven guy that. Ran the ball I'll, as I'll, many times as he you know threw what? the ball in Give college. Give me that bet. Give me that bet. I will take the random Rams quarterback. quarterback All right. we, you know, we didn't the, have a bet, I don't think. Well, maybe we, we have to have a bet every week or try to. So there's the bet. We, we have the, the Rams wide receivers up against each other, which was very close. He just scored a touchdown. Yeah. Otherwise, they were like seven yards different. Yeah. I'll take it. This so, time, so this time we're gonna go. I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna take the Sam Darnold at quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, and you got yep. whatever his Perkins. name is, Perkins, Bryce Perkins for the LA Rams. Right. Yes. 
Yep, Done. I'll take that for this week. Done. I like I, it. I like my I like the matchup and I like the running ability that, that that kind of softens his floor a little bit. Yeah, and same um, with Darnold. He can run the ball a little bit. That he he scored more he touchdowns on the ground than he way. threw touchdowns um, last year. <laughs> well, it's really about? easy to get more than two. Now we make a bet um, to see who uh, is right between our analysis. Who's, who's the, the who is the smarter and of he's the two. I've been better this year. Bobby was better last year. Oh wait, let's do something. Uh, oh, hold on, Dad's got an idea. Dad's got an idea. Update. I will have to update the uh, scoreboard on that because I think it's much closer than you think this year, Joe. Well, I didn't say I dominated. I just said that I'm winning. Dad's got a. He's got an idea. Here's Dad's idea. Mm, I don't know. About that. Something new for the show. Just. This coming week, name a player who's just going to, like, make all kinds of points. Hasn't really done anything yet. Maybe he's a backup somewhere and he gets a starting role because the guy gets hurt. He's going to make all these points. And I've got Madison. Wow. Madison from the Vikings. I have the run, the running back that backs up. Uh, what's his name? Devin Cook. <laughs> Devin Cook. I, I just have this feeling. And a surpri- another surprise that you might not know about, uh, I have some inside people telling me that coming out of retirement is possibly Tommy Kramer. Oh, uh, here it is. You know, oh, so God. You can't go without so try to pick up Kramer in those leagues out there for uh, you, you got uh, a drinking league. Yeah. And uh, the beer league. Oh. The old he's the, he's the one might point. still be able to play. He's the 101 in the drinking league. Yeah, absolutely. I like the idea, though. So, Dad throws out Alexander Madison, Bobby. Do you have anybody top of head that you can name you think is going to be kind of, oh, my God, he all of a sudden blew up for points? If you don't, I got a guy. Um, well, I mean, I already mentioned Murray, and I really like Kyren Williams as well just purely on the volume side of things uh, for guys that haven't done anything at all really much this year, but they're falling into a really nice opportunity. Um, So I kind of already mentioned them. Yeah. So mine is Darius Slayton, somebody that hasn't been mentioned yet. Um, And it's just the the injuries and the departures of different people. And actually I'm going to parlay this into Darius Slayton, let me see if he's even on the team still. Hold on. He sure is. Or Kenny Galladay. What an opportunity for Kenny Galladay to finally put his name back on the map. Thursday, Turkey Day, playing against Dallas. There is literally Not no happening. other wide receiver. And if this guy really has any talent, this is his opportunity to shine. Um, there you go. Not I like it. Now. I don't think he's got a good matchup by any means, but <laughs> here we are. Um, so the, off the cuff, that's the people I thought of. Let's get into a couple things here and wrap the show up. I've had fun so far, but uh, let's get into uh, a few of the DK stuff, Bobby. Uh, we have a Thursday match. Yeah. Why don't you tell us so a little bit about we, that? We do, we do have a Thursday uh, turkey day, our, wild, our famous wild turkey matchup, um, not sponsored. Yet, turkey uh, by Wild Turkey. But uh, so that that will start. Get your lineups in if you're Central Time. It's eleven thirty. Uh, start for those. Um, and so we got to look at. All right, what are we gonna do? Who's gonna be these guys? Um, you got three games to choose from. You got a couple lineups to put or a lineup to put together. 
Um, is there a stack that you're already looking at here, Joe? Uh, there's not a stack necessarily. I think the obvious choice would be something in Buffalo. They're playing against Detroit at Detroit. Um, but I, I actually want to name a player in that game that I'm I'm going to have on probably every one of my teams tomorrow, and that is uh, Devin Singletary. So, I mean, he already has a good matchup playing against uh, Detroit rushing yards. I think they're like almost at last like season. But he's been pretty consistent the last couple of games. He's getting, you know, he's getting in the teens and touches, scored a couple of touchdowns. I think he scores a touchdown tomorrow uh, against the Detroit defense and uh, kind of runs away with it a little bit, especially with a ding. Yeah, I, I think Allen, I, I think I, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think they'll want to kind of, get out of that game pretty quick they were just they played in Detroit last week so there's some familiarity yeah, um, yeah. because of their snow snow game but what, what was odd is that they actually traveled back to Buffalo and then back again to Detroit um, I, what that was about I don't know if it was me I would have kept the team there no sense in doing all that back and forth and, and wasting all that time with the with uh, travel and everything Well, with it being else, a short week, you, you know, I agree. With the short week thing, it's it's interesting. But, hey, to each their own, man. Right. Um, so, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Yeah. So, that's um, the guy. That's the um, guy. Well, I, I have an opposite of a stack I like. I have a, a game I'm avoiding. But I'll let you mention something before I go into that. Um. Okay, so what I'm looking at actually is trying to get a little bit of each of the games. Um, I, I don't want to be too overloaded onto one versus another. Probably that's just for the entertainment value of it all. Um, but I am actually first and foremost focusing on the value that you can get at running back. I'm not big on any of these top-tier running backs. Dalvin Cook's going up against the best rushing defense in the league for fantasy. Um, he's 7,400. I'm going to try and avoid that. And then we saw what Dalvin was able to do against Dallas. And there's not really much, at least in my book, that says that um, Saquon Barkley is going to do much more. Dalvin Cook got seven points last yeah. year in DraftKings score, or last week in DraftKings scoring against this defense. Saquon is another guy that I'm just not touching Jamal Williams is just he's just scoring touchdowns. Um, it's hard to hard to shy away from that. Yeah, um, and I think the interesting thing I'm, just for the price alone. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. I uh, I do I do think that Swift is gonna get a little bit more play here. Um, he only had five rushes last week. He had six carries the week before, but in either case, he scored. The last two games. Yeah. He's just, um, he gets all the goal line touches. continues to drop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because DeAndre Swift's price continues to drop. But that's because, that is because, to your point, Jamal Williams gets all those goal line touches. He scored, what, three touchdowns? Yeah. uh, Last week. But the thing that I look at is, despite three touchdowns, it's only 24 points. Right. Like, you would think with three touchdowns, that's 18 points just built into that you would get a little bit more. That is by far and away, um, you know, his one of his best weeks. Uh, but his price still dips down 100 bucks for the short slate. Um, but for the price that DeAndre Swift gets me, I think he may be a little bit more involved 
this week. Um, he's coming back slowly but surely. And so I'm I'm actually looking at Swift and Stevenson as my two running backs, given their matchups, given their prices. Well, and after um, seeing I really like the Pollard's receptions did against the Vikings and knowing that that's really right. where Stevenson is involved more than anything else. Yeah. Um, I and, like and that. Part of that. I like all that analysis. I, I see Detroit. I did, I see Detroit passing a lot because they're going to be down. Um, I like Diggs a ton. Detroit's passing defense has gotten worse and worse over the weeks, while actually their rushing defense has improved. Um, and it might just be because of what can be exploited a little bit more. So I really like Diggs um, and, and Jacoby Myers simply because who's going to be playing in the secondary for Minnesota. Yeah, I hear you on that. I just, I'm not a big, uh, I don't, I'm not a big Myers fan. Here's, here's where I'm at with, with tomorrow's slate. So I, I'm going to fill up on Detroit Buffalo players and Minnesota New England players. I, I'm, I might not even touch a position player in the Dallas New York game. Um, the last time they played was 23 to 16. I, they're both of them are more on the stout side defensive wise. If anybody's ever paid attention in short weeks, in my belief, and this is what I feel like I've done some research on it. The offenses are typically further behind than the defenses, right? So I just, I don't see a ton of points coming out of that game. So that's the one game I mentioned earlier. I might avoid a game. That's the game. I'm going to probably not have that many players on. Um, and that's not to say that they won't have good weeks, but I, I just, Overall, if I have the choice, which I do in DraftKings, I'm going to fill up on my my Buffalo players. I'm going to fill up on my uh, my Detroit players. I'm going to fill up on my Minnesota players, and I might sprinkle in. I like the Stevenson play. I might sprinkle in one or two uh, New England guys, and that's going to be it. My defense will probably either be the Giants or Dallas. Yeah. Um, just depending on how my team comes together. Uh, and that's really for tomorrow's slate. So I hope everybody, you know, gets yeah. a chance to get in our, in our little match in our game there and enjoys it. Anything on the, on the, on the weekend slate before we call it a night? Otherwise, yeah, I was going to say on the weekend, I'm really liking um, this matchup that you get with Geno Smith coming off a of bye. It's only $6,000 playing against Vegas. Vegas is third worst in the league against quarterbacks um i think this is maybe going to be a big week for him and then you just got to hit their number one wide receiver um for that connection he's only 6500 dk metcalf so that stack right there is only 1250 it allows you to grab some of these bigger running backs like austin eckler um and you can uh really stack it up And, and if you want put kenneth walker in there Another great matchup, uh, but I do like uh, Connor um, with like a kind of interesting um, connection with Connor and Eckler both in the same game. You get every moment of that game. You put those four players together and you have just under half of your budget left to go for the remainder of your lineup. It's a great way to start it off. You get high volume uh, running backs and a, a wonderful stack. Um, if you want, throw Devontae Adams in there. <laughs> I mean, you, you're putting together a great team. You're going to have to get a little bit fancy at the very end. You're going to probably go pretty cheap on your defense, but you can get the Chiefs in that matchup against a 
third string running or third string quarterback at only 2,800. Um, you got just over 3,600 to play with for your last three guys. But with the stacks and, and everything that you've put together at the beginning, um, those last three, you should be able to find some good value in a cheaper tight end, um, you know, in that 3000 uh, and that $2,800 range. Um, you know, that's where you can get a little bit of a, a fancy comeback with Will Disley if you want to stay with that Seattle. Um, otherwise, uh, Hooper, who had a couple big plays last week and they had a long break, um, he is also only 3000 um, so there's a lot of options in that cheaper range to be able to exploit and utilize for your lineup. Yeah, I like it. So on this, this Sunday slate, I just have a couple quick notes on teams that I'm going to have a lot of players in. So if I don't stack like Marcus Mariota and like London, because with Pitts out, just going to be more targets for him. Um, Washington's one of the worst, if not the worst, against the pass. Um, if I don't stack that, actually, I probably will stack that and come back with Terry McLaurin. But if I don't stack that and come back with Terry McLaurin, I'll probably have McLaurin on the roster no matter what. And then have some player like maybe Cordero Patterson um, on the roster from Atlanta. And then my other stack that I absolutely love and has has won if you're looking to win the millionaire like this stack has won period and and has won multiple times last year this year you name it and that is Cincinnati with Burrow and pick the wide receiver right they're playing against Tennessee still even after all the stuff that they you know they've tried to get better try to get better and they have a decent record whatever but Tennessee is still one of the worst against the pass Um, and what I think will be a good game and any time that Cincinnati's played in games their best games, the ones that Cincinnati ends up winning, is not the shoot like, like not the uh, the barn burner like ten to fifteen game. Cincinnati wins the games that are like thirty five to thirty two. Um, so I can see a little bit of that kind of going on. So those are two games that I'm interested in, uh, and definitely getting yeah, some players. I, in I, I really games. like that. I think uh, that Cincinnati Tennessee game is actually in my mind one of the best games that we'll get just entertainment value wise here's tennessee they were the one seed last year in the playoffs got bounced by cincinnati they're out for a little bit of revenge they're at home they're trying to show like hey we're still tops in this league and uh you know gonna be trying to make a statement in that game i think um it'll be and really fun healthy, to watch. listen and you got healthy burks dude if you're looking to try to make a team here and you want to do some stack with some reverses or comebacks. Like, dude, Burks is 4,200, a week removed yeah. from eight targets, seven catches for 111 yards. And he almost scored a touchdown. He just didn't quite fall in, right? You know, so, right. I mean, and, and uh, Tannehill's back playing well. Like, you got everything going for you. You know, for 4,200, you're not going to find a better price wide receiver. Right. You're just not. So, right. if he keeps that involvement, you're really loving that. Um, so I, I think there's some play on those two games in particular. And, and that's not to say, dude, listen, there's some other ones out there. I mean, Miami's playing Houston. That's going to have some potential in it. Um, it. You know, you got the kind of the later afternoon games, the Kansas City Chiefs playing the Rams. You've mentioned a little bit Seattle playing Vegas. I mean, there's going to be some points scored there. 
So I think this is going to be one of those higher scoring weeks for that millionaire game. Um, but those are the, those are the game, those are the players and, and teams I'm targeting at this point. Also, just just to quickly mention, uh, golf claps to you for the uh, call on that Houston running back, uh, Damian Pierce, just putting up a goose egg last week. Oh, how do you like that? Um, yeah, that <laughs> good call. I don't I don't give you too much credit, but I got to give it where it's due here. See, I feel like I've been on point this year in a lot of different spots, uh, and that might be why I'm winning our bet so far. Yeah. Maybe I'm not, as you say. Um, but I've been on point. So maybe my analysis is actually helping some people out. Who knows? Yeah, well, if they're dumb enough to listen to you. Yeah, exactly. If they're, if they're bored enough to turn on our show during Thanksgiving, that's right? Because that's what, <laughs> that's what it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> so they're yeah. bored enough to take a listen for, not, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, then, hey, more on them. Yeah. Well, that's all we got. That's all I got. Anything else you want to add? No, I think I'm going to go open one more beer, kind of just relax for the evening here. Finish the um, nightcap off. I've already lost Dad. He's committed back yeah. to the room. So I was going to say, he's, it for the, he's, he's off you know. dreaming about clear gravy. Yeah, yeah, it's almost 11 o'clock here, so we're getting ready for the day. Yeah. Tomorrow will be a long day, so we'll have fun. But uh, it was 68 degrees here in Georgia today. I'm sure you would have loved that. Yeah, it's uh, 6 maybe eight degrees here in Minnesota. <laughs> um, so it. it was a little warmer than that, but yeah. all right. Well, Hey, it's cold. There's snow everywhere. Like I said, I enjoyed it. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Bernie's up alone, by right. I hope they're sleeping, but uh, you can edit yeah. it. You can edit both of them and send them both to me, and then I can merge them together. That's probably easier for you um, than trying. Yeah, to, I was gonna say I have no idea how to merge these. Send it. Figure it out. Um, so yeah, that's probably the way I would do it. But it's up to you. So you do you. Okay. And I'll, uh, All right. That is. That was.